Good morning, and welcome to Ask the Pro, a paid commercial program. The opinions expressed are those of the participating clients and not necessarily those of the management and staff of WLVL. Ask the Pro is an informational-based program designed to advertise the product and or service of the client and to introduce them to the WLVL listening audience. Your questions and comments are welcome throughout the show. Just call 716-433-1433. Good morning. You're listening to WLVL to Ask the Pro this morning. It is Friday, January 12th, and I am very pleased to say that I am joined in studio, quite literally in the studio here with me, Dr. Ken Curves from Curves Chiropractic and Wellness. Good morning, Dr. Ken. How are you this morning? Good morning and good to be here. And this is quite shocking in uh, 32 years of being on the air with WLVL. This is the first time that whoever my host was and I are in the same room. So it's, it's kind of cool, isn't it? I know. It's, we got all this brand new weird. digital stuff going on and Boy, new microphones, this, new boards. The station has really kicked it up. I'm loving it. It looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah very thank nice. you so much. Yeah, we're having a great time. We're still getting a couple of kinks worked out here and there, yeah. but uh, things are working out quite well. As a matter of fact, folks, if you would like to join our conversation, you are more than welcome to by calling 433-1433. That's 433-1433. Let us know what you think. But in the meantime, Dr. Ken, tell me what you think. Oh, my God. Well, what I think about this is it's amazing. I mean, like I said, this is, you know, this station, I don't know when this station was built, but it was quite a while ago. I think it was in the 40s. In the 40s, yeah, because it is an Art Deco-style building and all yes. that stuff. So I, I assumed it was it was from that. But um, what a tremendous upgrade. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. I mean, everything that's been done here is really nice. Right. Well, I believe it's the only building in the area that was built as a radio station and is still a radio station. Yeah. Yeah. All of the other Buffalo stations are all in office buildings now. Right, right. So yeah. you got, you know, W whatever, right, sitting in one door down from W next whatever, and then W next whatever is down right. three rooms down from there, all in the same office building, yeah. Yeah, which is, nice. is efficient for them. But I'm just very grateful to be in a radio station that's actually a radio station. Right, right. And And it's nice to see that there's some, you know money put into the infrastructure here to make this thing more efficiently and more pleasant to be in and, and all that. So I think right. it's great. And the end result is a better um, experience for the listening audience sure. as well. The, the sound quality yeah. coming over their radios is now much, much higher than it was a week ago. And from a, from a guest's perspective, a much more comfortable situation uh, being, you know, for, with you and I talking, you know, face to face rather than talking between two rooms in a hallway and <laughs> looking six, through a window <laughs> and six pieces of glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a much more intimate setting. And I'm, yeah. I'm really, we're really loving life here around WLVL recently, yeah. lately. It's good. So life is good. Um, so I got to ask, how's your mom? She's doing good. So she's doing good. So um, again, we we missed our last show just prior to Christmas. Um, my lovely mother um, had a slight accident and fell and broke her arm um, and realized my mom last Saturday, my mom turned 90 years old um, and she is overall in good health, but they had a pretty severe fracture and that prevented me from uh, getting here. She ended up having surgery. Um, she was just released from rehab yesterday. So she is back home, oh, uh, back home in her apartment as of uh, yesterday afternoon and uh, progressing well. 
Yeah, progressing. Good, guy. good. So, yeah, that's that's always so tough. When it's you been reach. A, it, yeah, when you get to that age, and and you know injuries like that occur, they can sometimes be the what I call the determining factor for the the turn, you know, of yes. of the decline of health. And um, you know, the first couple of weeks, we were pretty concerned, you know, as far as what happened. And then within this la- last weekend, things really turned around for her, and she really was kind of got the new a new spurt you know she kind of like you know said okay you know i want to get home i want to get this done i go mom you got to do the therapy you gotta you gotta push it you know we want to get you home too and and she did and she was uh released yesterday so but it's good. great to see that spark in their eye when they, i know they get that going again get that energy flow it's a tough bit you know i mean up. anybody who's had you know family i mean i was so fortunate you know my my father passed away in february but but at 94 you know and my mom here at 90 and you know my mother-in-law also you know being 90 years old you know it's it's amazing that we've been able to have you know our parents as long as we have so yeah you're really blessed yeah i lost my father when he was 46 yeah i know so that's you know very different very different situation it is yes so it's it's all good boy it's an Good, good stuff to know. Yeah. So how's things in the world of chiropractic? You know, they are what they are. You know, I work every day and, uh, you know, doing what I do. The thing is, is a lot of people, you know, right now, you know, we're in a new year. So people are, you know, it's, it's time to, I'm starting to see people that I haven't seen in a while. They're starting to get back on track. And, and this is the time, you know, I mean, it, it shouldn't happen this way. People should be consistent and keeping themselves better. Um, but they tend not to, you know, so, uh, we've been welcoming back a number of people and and that's good and i i hope that they you know that they you know they've all some of them have come back in some pretty rough situations and some big challenges that i have to deal with um now um but i'm I'm encouraged that you know by moving forward we're going to get somewhere with this right but nothing happens until they show up yeah you have to do that nothing i know i know it's frustrating to me you know and it's it's unfortunate because you know i one particular patient i had you know who's who's new to me in the last few months but you know in their late 60s never been to a chiropractor in their life you know led a a a long a long successful professional career um and it wasn't until they retired that they decided, hey, I need to do something about this. Have gotten really good results with a number of the issues, but some of the issues are, are very stubborn and chronic. You know, and we had the conversation, you know, had you been doing this 30 years ago, you would not be in this situation, you know. That's and right. they acknowledge, it's like, yep, yeah, absolutely, I know. You know, it's the regret later on. You know, it's people when you get later in your life and you start falling apart and you start breaking down, and then you wonder, why did this happen or how could this happen? Well, looking back, look back. You know, I've said this many times on the air before, is the way you are today is a direct result of what decisions you made long ago. You know, and the way you're, you know, and as a young person, the way you're going to be in the future is due to decisions that you make right now. That's right. And there's there's no escaping the consequences of any decision that you make, whether it be a good decision or a bad decision. Well, you look at you look at like you said, your father passed away at 46 and my father passed away at 94. What decisions did they make that were different? You know what? A lot. Yeah, a lot. Of course. Fifty. Fifty years worth. Yeah. Yeah. And you wonder how could that happen, you know? Now I lost my sister at forty three years of age, but it was due to a congenital defect that she was born with. You know, she had a brain aneurysm and it 
let, at 43, it let go. Right. But it was a congenital defect that she had no control over, you know, at the time. And that happens to people. But yeah. so many times we, we make, we, we end up like we do because of the choices we make. We do. Well, listen, we have a caller. And if you'd like to be a caller, you can call 433-1433. Uh-oh. Is he still there? Oh, he's gone. Gone. All right, try again, Larry. We'll, uh, we'll get you on there. So, <laughs> oh, you know who it is. So. Yeah, I know all my callers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, no, that's not a decision that she made. So there's, there's you know, yeah. that, again, that's a different, a different right. parameter. But even, but even with somebody like my father. There we go. Okay. Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and grab that. Good morning, caller. You are on the air with Dr. Ken Curbs. How are you doing this morning, Larry? Uh, it's Mrs. Larry. Oh, it's Mrs. Larry. Oh, Donna, Donna, Donna. So pleased to speak with you. How are you today? I am wonderful. How are you? And how is Dr. Curbs doing? Very good. Thank you. Good. Hey, Eric, I'm just calling to remind you, you and John had conversation, and you were going to remember to ask Dr. Curbs, do you, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, keep going. He's questioning okay. right now. He's He's stopped right now, so... I think it was vegan, vegan morning or something, oh. and you were going to, oh, is it coming yeah. back to you? Yeah, but what was the, there was, uh, oh, that's right, the keep the vegan COVID connection. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm on it. Okay. Thanks, Donna. Bye. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. So. Thanks, Donna, for whatever that is. Now my brain is spinning here. Okay. So. There was a, I read a, a news article, or maybe John read the news article. Somebody read a news article, and uh and they said that if you live a vegan lifestyle, you are 40% less likely to catch COVID. Now, wow. of course, it was sponsored by a vegan magazine. Of course. <laughs> I'm just putting that out. There's no bias oh involved. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? Well, then I should be dead. Um, yes. <laughs> Talk about the consequences uh, of your decision making. Now, right, you are, the consequences of my decision making, which is one hundred percent the opposite, right, of the lifestyle that I lead. Um, I find that really fascinating. You know, it's interesting because right now I am reading uh, about a five hundred page book on called um, the Great Plant Based Con. Um, fascinating book just published in 2023 um, from an author based out of England and it's it's amazing to see the whole you know this whole plant-based vegan agenda is just uh, truly incredible to me um, so you know obviously I am in a, a slight bit of a different end of the uh, end of the extreme um, but um, I to to go strictly um, in the vegan world, you cannot have you cannot be on a strict vegan diet without significant amount of supplementation. Okay, you must supplement, you know, uh, so many different nutrients because of the um, incompleteness of plant based products. Well, where do you get your salt? Well, salt you can. Yeah, well, you, you could just salt. Yeah, I mean, you could salt. Right? That's fine. I mean, I use a lot of salt in my right. diet. We need okay? salt, people. right? Absolutely. Yes. Um, but you know, if you're not eating meat, you're not getting a vitamin B12. You know, so therefore, that's one of the biggest deficiencies in, you know mm -hmm. seen in the vegan world. You know, and they think that we can have a nutritionally complete diet, but they they're heavily supplemented as a result of that. The thing is, you should be able to eat a diet where you get all your nutrients. You know all the nutrients that you need from the food you eat without the supplementation. I supplement nothing. 
Okay, I don't take right. anything, mm-hmm. you know, at all, um, as far as any types of extra vitamins, minerals, or anything. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I do take electrolytes, um, pot- potassium, magnesium, and sodium. Which, right. you know, I mean, obviously sodium and the salt that I, that I eat and right. magnesium and potassium, you know, um, but that's it as far as from a supplementation right. standpoint. Right. Now the potassium activates, or no, the magnesium activates the, the potassium, right? Well, they're, they're all intertwined though. You know, all those, all of the, you know, the, the, um, electrolyte. I mean, you have to have a balance between all of them. You right. know, you, you know, one, you know, when one gets low, the other one's going to, you know, create a situation. And that's what's happened. I, you see this happening with a lot of elderly people. You know, where their electrolytes get out of balance, mm-hmm. and they end up in the hospital because of either low, too low potassium, you know, or too low sodium, or whatever. You know, and, and it, can, it can cause death. You know, so you want to make mm-hmm. sure you do that. The majority of it, though, I get from the diet that I eat. I do, you know, but I do salt er- almost everything that I eat. Right now, can you? Like this, I see in the stores they have these electrolyte waters, yeah. and then there's like the Gatorade things that claim to have oh ele- electrolytes in them. Most of those are most of those garbage and so full of sugar, sugar and stuff like that. You know, just you know, I use, um, you know, it's interesting because I I use when I'm doing it the inexpensive way. Um, I use I take I make what's called Sole, which is a super saturated salt solution. So in about um, a, about a liter of water, I will um, put a tremendous amount of Himalayan pink salt in it. Uh-huh. You know, until the, until when you shake it over and over again, all the salt doesn't dissolve. So there's sediment in the bottom. Okay, and then I add at least two tablespoons of that to my water every morning. I see. You know, and so I'm getting uh, the nutrients, the um, sodium, and the minerals that I need. Do we have a phone call? That's good stuff. We do. Yeah, yes. let's go ahead and do that. Let's see what we got going on here. Good morning, caller. You are on the air with Dr. Ken Kerbs. What is your thought, comment, or question, please? Hello? Hello? Hello, I'm here if you're here. Oh, boy. Good morning, caller. And that's not happening. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll try again. Try, try calling again, caller. Let's see what this happens. Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Uh, good morning. I have problem, trouble getting through for some reason. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I want to. There's an article that I saw that now this year Dr. Fauci is supposed to go up before Congress. They they said they want to investigate about the origin of deadly virus. At you know, if there was any cover up, Dr. Fauci says that's all nonsense. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you something. I ju- literally just before I came to the station this morning. I was watching a current YouTube video on uh, Dr. Fauci, um, uh, Rand Paul's um, talk on Dr. Fauci's um, presentation in front of Congress. Very interestingly enough, it was not televised. Okay, it was uh, kept untelevised. You know, in that time, they had reported that over 100 questions he has totally avoided answering altogether. Yeah, you know. I mean, they're gonna, they need to expose this guy. The problem is, I will bet you when it's all said and done, he is going to walk away from this thing. He's not going to be um, charged with anything, you know. This was Rutgers. This was, it says, Pfizer is sued by Texas over COVID vaccine claims. And this was just, just a few months. It says, Pfizer has been sued by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton who accused a drug maker of misrepresenting the efficacy of the widely used COVID vaccine. In a complaint filed 
Traxon said it was misleading for Pfizer to claim its vaccine was 95% effective because it offered a relative risk reduction for people who took it. He said the claim was based on only two months of clinical trial data and vaccine recipients' absolute risk reduction showed that the vaccine was just 0.85. That's less than 1%. See, they always use the, the relative risk as the risk of the control group. Now, that can be hand-picked as far as the absolute risk is the risk to the whole population in general. That's, that's why the, uh, they do these research uh, things to get their drugs passed. They don't want to do the whole... That's why you see so many side effects. The relative risk group, because they were hand-picked. They didn't pick a lot of older people or very young people. They picked... No, and even think? even the ones that they did pick. Okay, so let's say they did, they did. Um, let's say just a hundred people. Okay, they handpicked the good results and they eliminated the ones that didn't have the good results. So they skewed the whole data. You know, I mean that's that's notorious in their research that doing that. What right. amazes me is they're still look at every freaking commercial on the air from all sponsored by Pfizer about getting your COVID booster and getting all the you know all the stuff that they're manufacturing. You know, get your RSV shot. Get your you know RSV was you know twenty years ago RSV was only given to to infants. Okay, it was never given to anybody but infants, and then they had to take it off the market because of all the severe side effects that these infants were having, and now they've brought it back on. You know. Know, and they're trying to push it on on adults now. You know right. it, well, what it's, they said. What they said here. Uh, this is laughable. <laughs> the fine would be ten million for violating a Texas law prohibiting consumers from protecting consumers from ten million. It says between twenty one and twenty two, Pfizer's revenue was seventy four billion. Ten million. Now do the math. That's point yeah. zero zero. Like like thirteen ten thousandths of of the, the revenue. It's a that's drop in the bucket. Business. It's a drop in the bucket. They don't e- they don't even bat an eye at that stuff. So even if Pfizer is held accountable to this, will they pay that fine? Absolutely. Sure. It's nothing. That's already set in the plan. They already have that because they know they're making billions off of these things. You know, and they're and they're willing to risk that stuff. They're not going to stop I, what they're doing. Again, you you, you don't any don't see anywhere. The results of, of what they call that, that uh, Vespers or what's that, what's that, you know, what the people call in their side effects? Vars. Oh, VARES. Oh, VARES. VARES. Yeah. Yeah. VARES. The VARES are playing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And where's the results now? By now they should have something. You don't see anything, any data about yeah. that. Yeah, there is a lot. There is a lot of data out there. The problem is they suppress that kind of information. Well, that's what I'm talking about in the mainstream press. You Absolutely, know. that that type of information is not put out there publicly. You know, it's it's very unfortunate that um, you're you're in a situation here where you're all, you know the the media is so tied into this. You got to realize that seventy percent of all advertising dollars comes from the pharmaceutical industry. So if you don't think the media is being controlled by the pharmaceutical industry and and pushing the narrative. That they're, you know, that they want to push, you know, you're crazy. I mean, that's exactly what's happening here. You know, you realize that the United States and New Zealand are the only two countries in the world that allow vaccine or to allow any kind of pharmaceutical industry to advertise public to the public. Okay, that doesn't happen in any other country. You know, so it's very, it's it's really unfortunate. Well, yeah, well, all the all these commercials. People are happy jumping around, you know, after you take their drugs and Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, what, what, but like that's really false advertising. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. And see, because again, you know, they end up, they ended up, um, 
uh, you know, they end up losing money if they don't keep pushing the product. Because um, here, here, um, I just was handed an example of a a current COVID nineteen test. Okay, this is the Flovex COVID anti antigen home test. All right, so you realize this? These were only put out there for emer- emergency use authorization only, and they most of them all expired in twenty twenty two. Well, here's this package saying extended expiration date to to two twenty four twenty four. So now it's good till till. Uh, February of this year, you know, again, they just keep pushing the issue. So they're taking the same thing and they're just, they're just, they literally taped the label over it saying extended expiration, which is a bunch of garbage, you know. They still never resolved that issue of whether those tests pick up like, like flu viruses or regular cold viruses, and it's not COVID. Well, the thing is, COVID is a flu virus, okay? It has certain characteristics, but it's a flu virus. And again, what do you see happening right now? People are people are saying, oh, I can't go there. I, I tested positive for COVID. I'm, so if they test and they're negative for COVID and they're sick, then they, then they can freely move about. But if it, if it happens to show up that it's positive for COVID, then all of a sudden they have to isolate themselves. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. You know, because they, like they, you know, I, I said this in the very beginning, three years ago, almost four years ago. I said the soon as they started talking about coming out with a vaccine, I said once that's established, it's going to happen every single year. It's going to be put into the whole schedule and what's happening right now. Here, here's a, a, a note from the Niagara County Department of, of Health. You know, your flu and your COVID nineteen. You know, protect your health this season. Well, you know what? You realize these things. These viruses mutate every single year. You know, I've talked about this in the past. That the, that the success rate over 20 years of the of the flu vaccine was only like 14 percent, you know, because, again, by the time they make the determination of what strains are going to be prevalent, by the time they produce that vaccine, that strain has mutated and it's a different strain. And yet people just keep lining up every year, lining up for their for their shot, you know, when and but they've when, been doing that for years with the regular. Of, flu. of course they have. And oh. it's no different. It's going to be no. Now they've just added on. Hey, listen, you got to add to your profit margin. Now we just add on the covid. And then and now also they're pushing covid, RSV, pneumococcal, the four the four of them. They're pushing hard and heavy this year, you know. Because again, you have to realize it's for profit. And again, if they weren't, if they weren't advertising as heavily as they would, a lot of you know the thing is, and allow the doctors to make the decision whether a person needs or not. You know whether a person is more at risk or not. You know people will say, well, I get the flu shot every year and I don't get the flu. But I, well, still, I still think. Well, I say. Is, go ahead. I still think COVID's a more more variant strain that was made in the laboratory. It, it, well, I, that's, I why, ag- that's why Fauci says nonsense. Right. I, I agree with you on that point. However, because you got, the, you got long-term time, COVID now. Right. But however, realize this, whether it was however severe COVID was in the beginning, COVID has mutated over and over and over again since that point. Right. Okay. You don't see people dying like when it first came exactly. out. Exactly. So you're seeing the same outcome with covid as you are with any other flu and there are always going to be people who are going to die people that are severely immunocompromised people who have multiple comorbidities people who are in in very very weakened states yes they can die from that but they can die from anything okay well, that's why you in, in, in your relative studies you pick pe- young people who are less likely to right show any more healthy right they know exactly what they're doing Okay, they know exactly what they're doing. There's no, okay. there's no, there's no um, guessing on this whole thing. However, how they spin it to the public um, is the way they spin it, and people just you know go line up for it all. So. That's it. Now that they got the people concerned about COVID, 
they're going to ju- take any shot, any any. Once they put out the COVID flu. Absolutely. Because this is the problem here. People aren't willing to take responsibility for their own actions. Okay. So, you know what? That's why we have diabetic drugs. That's why we have cholesterol drugs. That's why we have blood pressure drugs. Those are all lifestyle related conditions that could be totally handled with how one lives their life, how one, you know, feeds themselves, how one takes care of their stress in their life. Totally handled by that. And yet people aren't willing to do that. You know, they want to eat whatever they want to eat and they could just inject themselves with some insulin or, or take a statin drug or or whatever and it doesn't have it it makes them irresponsible. They don't have to take any accountability for what they're doing what they're taking, how they're, t- you know, uh, caring for themselves, you know, so that that's how these drug manufacturers have capitalized on this and made billions and billions of dollars in profits as a direct result of that. Okay. Thank you, Doc. Let's see if anyone thank else you. has any yeah, comments. Yeah, appreciate it. it. Always, thank always you. appreciate your calls. That was a good call. Very good. Yeah. We've had somebody on hold. We'll see if they're still with us here. Good morning, caller. Are you still with us? That's me. All hey, right. Thank you for waiting. Appreciate you. you. What is your uh, thought, comment, or question, please? Actually, I, actually, I called back. Um, hi, Ken. How you doing? Hey, Eric. <laughs> this is Big Cubby Chair Guy again. Hey. I'm all over the road here, man. Man, you are on it. I'm, I get to talk to you on yeah, three you, three different shows <laughs> for yeah, three different reasons. I know. Yeah, we we got we uh, we have fun on trio. Even though I'm, I may not sell stuff, we just have a fun. That's all. You know. Yeah. Um, hey, Ken. Listen, I had um, I had uh, sciatica about oh, it's probably about fifteen years ago. And anybody that's had sciatica, maybe you guys have. I don't know. You can know it's pretty. Debil- uh, de- it, it's pretty. Um, it's horrible. Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's because horrible. it's like um, it's excruciating pain. It just does not go away. Right. I went to a chiropractor back then, and um, I'm going to say that you know, I'm not bad mouthing a guy. I would not bad mouth him, but um, I'm sure he does wonders. But it just did nothing for my sciatica. I think the sciatica just went away on its own, right. and. Um, what I want to know is, is now that was a long about fifteen years ago, maybe longer than that. Um, is there always a chance that it could come back again? I've never had any symptoms since then, but is there always a chance that it could come back again? Absolutely, um, absolutely, yeah. there is. Okay, and there's no, you know, there's no way to predict that, you know, and that's why there isn't either. It just because it, when I when I got it, when I got it, it it just came out of nowhere. Right. I mean, I didn't right. even. One night, one day I had it that I didn't have. The next day I had it. It's like, what the heck happened? Right. So one thing I want to ask you is that when you had it and when you went to the chiropractor, what was done from a diagnostic standpoint and evaluation to determine, first of all, what it was, and other than just what the symptoms you had, what it was and where it was coming from? What was done at that time? It was Actually, it was coming. It started at... Um, on my um, lower back, on my uh, right, yeah, my yeah. lower back, which uh, which went all the way, it was always on the one side, right, which all the way down, all the way to my uh, into my leg, into my foot. And I'll tell you, to this day, I still have slight, not so much slight tingling, but uh, um, a slight loss in in feeling in like my baby toe on that side. Well, see, and, because that that nerve has been compromised in some way. Whatever whatever was going on correct. there, your body initially adapted to it and healed. However, there's still residual pressure there that's that's affecting that. Situation. Yeah, and that's what he told me at the time. He said you he said some he said with this you may have some kind of nerve damage that may never be re- reversible. It, it may you know, hopefully it will, but it may not be reversible. Which I figured that's what happened with my with my baby toe. It just never, 
it never, it sometimes it tingles, sometimes, but, it, but it's not, it, it, it wasn't like it was, put it that way. Right. So one thing I want to ask is, so at the time when you went, were any x-rays taken? Was there any CAT scan? Was there any other diagnostic testing done on you? Nothing whatsoever. There no, you go. No, okay. It was a matter. Okay. It was a matter of uh, bending. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so thing, basically, 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 he made a determination based on the symptom you had, or just a yeah. cursory uh, physical exam. You know, the thing is, Correct. and I've seen this time and time again. I've been in this game for a long time. Okay. There are there have yep. been far more than not cases that have come into me with symptoms like yours, a severe lower yeah. back pain, spasms, radiating down the leg, and so forth. And when we go through the evaluation and I do the diagnostics that we do, and in, in my particular office, you know, I do what's called thermography scan, surface EMG um, scanning, mm-hmm. and, and heart rate variability testing. So we look at the yeah. entire nervous system. I cannot tell you how many times when I've done that, that the underlying source of that lower back leg pain was not coming from the lower back, but was coming from really? much higher up within that within that uh, nervous system. And so, if you're basing okay. if you're basing your treatment purely on the symptom of low back leg pain, and you've got a yeah. situation that's occurring causing from an upper cervical or upper neck problem that may you may not right. have any particular symptoms in there, and you're not addressing that problem, you're not going to resolve the problem. And that's probably why Correct. you had yeah. the, that's probably why you didn't have very great outcome. You know, with it in the and long I, run. I, like I said, and I didn't either because it was a matter of it just, um, I guess it just worked, us, worked, us, worked itself out. Because after, I mean, I was pretty, I was a hurting puppy for probably about a good month. And I still, I was a truck driver, a retired truck driver, but I worked through that whole period. I didn't take yeah. time off. And yeah. uh, because I just could, I couldn't, I mean, I could, right. but I didn't. But, but it didn't, it didn't affect my job, but it just affected the way I felt. And I was a, um, I was a uh, a runner, and I ran. I was a I was a pretty much ran five days a week. Uh-huh. And once I got that, I couldn't even I couldn't even run one step. Put it uh, that way. Absolutely, you're not your your body won't allow you to do that. That realize right. that that is a protective mechanism. That's telling you no way, buddy. Don't do it because you're going to hurt yourself more. Yeah, but exactly. See, the yeah, thing yeah, is, the, yeah. the, there there would be a little bit different way in which I would have handled that situation had you initially come into me. So first of all, it, okay. it was to look at neurologically what's going on because see you have to realize this, you know because let, let's take an example here um let's in someone who has uh, a severe injury and they have their leg amputated okay they're they're it's gone all right for whatever yeah. reason it yep. was amputated and and you'll hear that person saying oh my god i've got such pain in my foot of the amputated leg okay so the pain is extremely real and they always they always they label that as phantom pain and they've always said that oh that was like psychological that the person was just still thinking about the the pain that was in their leg. Well the thing is right. is that you have to realize that all the pain centers and all the pain pathways stem from your brain. They're all localized in your brain. So even okay. though the leg was gone, was physically gone, the pain pathway that created that situation was still very much there. So the pain was just as real to that person when it, when they had their leg than they when they didn't have their leg so Correct. let's take yeah. that to your example here is that yeah. the pain that you were experiencing in your leg Okay, the center of that pain was stemming from your brain. So when they give a person a drug, the drug isn't going to your leg for the pain. The drug is going to your brain to suppress the pain centers in your brain. So when you're when you're when you're looking at this thing from a neurological standpoint, you have to be able to get down to the bottom of what's going on neurologically. And I'll tell you something far too many times than not. 
that if you're not looking at the upper neck, which is where the entire brain extends into and becomes the spinal cord in that upper cervical spine, which is the source of so many problems. In, in, in chiropractic, yeah. we call that a subluxation or a misalignment in the upper cervical spine can create a myriad of symptoms throughout the entire body, including intense lower back pain and leg pain. You realize that the, right. the, the um, motor functions of your Muscle, the muscle control stems from what's called the cerebellum in the base of your brain, and so huh? so the thing is, is if we get if we are getting interference occurring much higher up within the system, and we're treating only the only the area of complaint, you're missing the boat, and that's most likely why you didn't respond well. And the problem too is that your body eventually compensated for it. So, like, if I broke your arm in half and just left it, let it hang there, our bodies have an innate ability to heal. So that's gonna, that, that arm is going to heal. It's just not going to heal properly. In your situation, yeah. your sciatic went away and it healed, but it didn't heal properly because you have this residual numbness or whatever you have in your toe as a direct result of that. So part of it yeah. got better so it was more tolerable, but it didn't heal, and there's still an inherent problem lying there that could rear itself at any point in your life you don't know that you know correct yeah yeah so. um it was yeah it was uh see i never had it put to me that way it was just uh it was just it was just treated and like i said the treatment didn't really help but right. it was treated locally where i said it was it, where, where it was uh, right where, where it was affecting me in the lower in my lower right. back there are so- um and almost into my like into my the side of like my buttocks and that that's where it was coming sure, from that's there. So classic. And, see now you put it you, you put it in a different perspective because I would have never thought that it came from farther up your spine into your into your um in your neck area, I would never. I would have never thought. I'd most people, most people right don't. There. Even even in the even in the healthcare system, they don't. Chiropractic looks at things from a very different perspective. You know, so the problem yeah. is, you know, if you would had you not gone to the chiropractor and gone to the hospital, you know what? They would have looked at your lower back. They would have X-rayed your lower back. They would have done a CAT scan or an MRI or whatever. You know, and yeah. and that would have been it. They would have never looked beyond that point of symptomatology. So there are times, you know, when I take a person just like you. And I evaluate them neurologically, and we see that the problem is stemming from the upper cervical. I don't even touch their lower back. I don't do okay. anything yeah. to their lower back or their leg pain. I go to where the source of the interference or the subluxation occurs and correct that. And when you start doing okay. that, all of a sudden, the person starts getting better. And they can hardly yeah. believe that that's happening because I yeah. never touch the area of complaint because that's not where okay. the source of it's coming from. So if you're not right. treating it so from well, that perspective, you're not going to get the, the problem resolved. Right. What I want to know is, um, I'm 68 years old. I'll be 69 this year. I mean, in relatively good health. Like yep. God, you know, God, God bless whatever. You know. Um, how true? How true is it that um, now through my medic, uh, medic care, whatever you want to call it, um, you get regular chiropractic um, um, care. Right. But and I never go. But how? How? What what good would it do to go like for like a regular maintenance every say every yeah. six months? Look, even yeah. though I did, even though I did, even though I didn't need nothing. Is exactly. It, is see, that, this is the is point. That, is that so, helpful or what? So yes, because see, this is this is again you're you're asking me such awesome questions. Um, so realize this that when so do you so the thing is when you talked about your sciatica, you said I was fine, I didn't do anything, and all of a sudden it was there. Okay. The problem was the underlying situation that was causing it had been brewing for some time. How many times do you see a people who was diagnosed with cancer and they die 
uh, eight weeks later. But the problem is that cancer didn't just happen when they were diagnosed. That cancer was brewing for years and years and years. Okay, correct. Yeah, my, oh, yeah. my, my yeah. own father-in-law passed away from a massive heart attack at at fifty-four years old. Okay, right. Two a couple months before he had the heart attack, he was given a clean bill of health. He had a physical exam. But the problem was when they when they looked at my my father-in-law um, on autopsy, he had a ninety like a ninety-eight percent occlusion of his coronary artery. That didn't just occlude okay. in that moment. So you have to realize that no. in chiropractic, what we're looking at is where is the interference? And we have technology to look and see where is the interference within the system. And let's get that yeah. cleaned up. Let's not wait until you get into a crisis and fall apart. Okay. Correct. You know, yeah. like my, yeah. my father who passed away at 94, you know, my father will say, you know, you probably helped me more than anybody because my father had been under regular care for 40 years. Okay. I have right. many yeah. of my, my patients in, in, in the course of my career, I have patients that have been with me for 35 plus years. And you know what? My oldest patient right now, she's 96 years old, still living on her own, still functioning, still sharp as a tack. She does need a little help. Right. And she yeah. uses a walker to walk. But but I have many patients that are in their 90s. Well, you know what? That's not that's not usual in a population since our life expectancy is only into the, to the upper 70s. And these people Correct. are living yeah. way yeah. past that. You know, so the thing yeah. is, it depends on a choice you want to make. Do I want to take whatever precautions I can to maintain my body or to remove any interference that I'm not even aware of? And get my system back yeah. into balance and then periodically maintain it. It's like exercise. You know, right. you ran. You know, you. why did you run every day? Okay. You know, yeah. you ran for ran a purpose. Be, I ran. Be, I ran. Be, I ran. And then I, I, I started running. Um, I'm talking. I didn't start running until I was in my early 40s. Um, and what, what, what made me start running was I, I quit smoking. And then I put weight on. And then I felt like crap. Yeah. So... Yeah. I said, you know, some I got to do something. So I started running, and then after I started running, after I got fairly good at it, um, I got obsessed with it. Like any other runner could tell you, they, they got obsessed with running. And um, there were days that uh, it was like there were days that I just said that I come home, I'd come home from work after like a ten hour day, and I'd run. And um, there were days I'd come home from work and say, "Man, I don't want to do this," but for some reason, something in my brain said, "You got to run," and I right. would run, and I felt great. So, right. Well, see, um, there's a purpose for that. I get up every single morning and I work out. I have an entire routine I do. Some days I go to the yeah. Y. Some days I, I stay at home and do my workout. But every single day I do something. I eat the way I eat because you know of the long term effects I want. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do any of that stuff. You know. Right. Um, but but it's like, and I'm very conscious of that because and. And I also am under regular chiropractic care. Even as a chiropractor, I, I practice what I preach. Okay, and so it's about staying under yeah, regular yeah. care. So I mean, I'm only a couple years younger than you are, and yet mm-hmm. um, I don't take any kind of medication and never have. I still function right. at a very high level. All my labs and blood works are like perfect, you know. And and so yeah. the thing is, it's like I'm never going to, you know, not to say I don't know how long I'm going to live. You know, I've got parents that have lived into their 90s, and I'm in far you better know. condition. I'm in far better condition at this age than my parents were at this age, you know. And so, so the thing is, who knows how long I'm going to go? I don't know. But when you're keeping your physical, your mental health, and everything like that in check, and I'm very conscious about the decisions that I make and the directions that I go in, that I'm I'm betting the odds that I'm going to be here a lot longer, bar some major catastrophic injury or something like that. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I look at my um, I won't keep you much on. You might have other calls. Yeah. But anyways, um, I look at my my dad, my dad. I, I, I don't know if it's a point of of you're, you get a little older and then you think of your 
uh, your longevity because my dad passed away in 1997. At he was 80. He would have been 81 that year. Yeah. My dad, was, he was a hard worker, World War II vet. Um, he was a construction worker. Did he take care of himself? No. He smoked like a chimney. My dad was, wasn't much of a drinker, but he just never took care of himself. And uh, yep. my mother, on the other hand, she lived to be 87, and my mother was a retired nurse, and she took care of herself. She never smoked, drank, nothing like that. But she had a stroke. And I, I, look at, I look at this as, and I don't know if it's a case of getting older, because I never used to think about this before, but I, look, I think to myself, now listen, I think, now listen, as you, take your, you take your genetics from your mother or father. Now, will I live to be my dad's age, 80, which gives me like about another 11 years, or will I live to be my mother's age, yeah, but 87? The, no, the thing I is, the thing is, oh, you don't know. You have the genetics, okay? They talk about genetics, but what you don't talk about are epigenetics. And so the thing is, right. maybe you are inheriting the same genes, but how you live your life depends on how those genes are going to be expressed. So, it makes, yeah, it makes a big difference. Right. Correct. I could, uh, I mean, I could be, uh, um, I could base it on the longevity of my parents. But at the other, t- uh, the, on, on the other hand, I could sit there and smoke like a chimney and drink, drink like a fool, right. and and think to myself. Gee, and, and then I end up dying at seventy. Right. Absolutely, and I'm dying at seventy. Thing and gee, I never last. I never last as long as my parents did. It's because of the way you live. That's why. Exactly. That's what you got to realize. Yeah. is how you live. So, yeah. All right. Thank you. So you think? So you would think it's a? I'll let you go. But you think it's? A, you would think it would be good because I'll call your office. I live in. Uh, I, I live in Lewis. Your office. Your office is in, uh, in Lockport. In Lockport. Um, I am yeah. very biased, but yes, absolutely, you will do better. I mean, you would. But you would recommend just for somebody to come in and just have you know what just a regular ma- regular I, maintenance whether you need it or not. Absolutely. So what I say to you first of all is you come in, let me do the initial workup on you. Let's determine what's yes. going on and then make a decision based on that. Yes. Okay. That sounds great. All right. Yes. Thanks, big right. comfy chair Very guy. All right. Good talking. Right. Take care. Hey, 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 thanks, Eric. Thanks. All, right. All right. Thanks, Great guys. talking. Yeah, bye-bye now. All right. Yeah, bye. We've got another caller on hold, but before we do that, uh, the caller brought up a valid point. Your phone number, if you'd like to have a consultation with the good doctor, is 434-0671. That's 434-0671. We are speaking with Dr. Ken Kerbs here on WLVL 1340 AM, streaming worldwide at WLVL.com. And, of course, Dr. Kerbs' uh, Chiropractic and Wellness Center is located at four or seven four. 41 Davison Road, 741 Davison Road. We'll be right back after this station identification. When you need to know, Niagara County's information station. All right, and we're back for the final four here, and we do have a caller on hold. Good morning, caller. Thank you for waiting. What is your comment or question, please? First of all, if there's not time enough really to talk to me, I on the air of all, everything, like uh, could, 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 can can he talk to me off the air for a minute? But I'm sure but he I, could, yes, because I, uh, we do only have a couple of minutes left, Dorothy. Yeah, I I want to find out for the buttocks it, when 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 a person has has hurt their buttocks can can arthritis. Uh, Move, 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 move in, or, or yes, what? it can. Yes, it can, and it's probably already there. Be- right. Because I, 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 I fell almost four four years ago, and my my buttocks hurts me an awful lot. It, it's ma- making it hard, hard, hard to walk, yeah. or, or 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 
or go, 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 go anywhere, and, and, and so, so it, 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 it hurts terrible. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm wondering if, if arthritis is set in, and, yeah. and that last person was talking about sciatica, but some people said to me, well, maybe sciatica, but but it's probably not sciatica because... It, in, in your situation, it most likely is arthritic changes because, first of all, you fell four years ago, okay, and if nothing was done, um, and, you know, because of your age and everything else, you're going to have some arthritic changes. So what happens is you decrease your motion. You're not moving as much because you hurt, and that just compounds the problem and makes it worse. You know, that's the problem. You know, maybe, you know, the, you're, you're in a situation where that probably physical therapy would be the best thing for you is to have your doctor to send you for physical therapy or have physical therapy come into your home, you know, to help you to strengthen and to alleviate some of that and get that, get them a better uh, range of motion in your um, legs and in your back to help that. All right, right, Dorothy, listen, thank you so much for calling. We do appreciate your call, but we do have to go down to the final minute of the show here, but I'm certain that uh, the advice that the doctor gave you is sound, and thank you so much for the call. Thank you. Yes, so we're down to the final minute or two. Boy, what an engaging conversation yeah. it was so this it's morning. It's interesting with what that gentleman that, that was on prior, you know, the people will say, well, you know, why does one exercise? Why does one eat properly? Why does one do the things that they do? It's about to maximize, you know, your potential to get right. you into the best situation. So why wouldn't somebody utilize chiropractic care, you know, on an ongoing basis to maintain the structure, to not allow these things to get to the point? You know, we go through all kinds of physical, chemical, and emotional stresses in our lives that all directly impact our nervous systems. Why aren't we checking our nervous systems on a regular basis? You know, you go to the dentist twice a year to get your teeth checked, but you know what? Anybody can live without teeth, okay? You know, I mean, and now with implants and dentures and everything like that, you can do that. But, you know, n- n- not many people get their spines checked with any regularity, you know, and then they wait until they fall apart and wonder why this could all happen. You know, oh. in, or- in order for any disease process to occur, any breakdown, it, there first must be interference within the nervous system in order for anything to work and anything to not work properly. It can't happen any other way. Wow, what a great program this morning. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us, Dr. Curbs. We do truly appreciate you. And if you would like to have a consultation with the good doctor, please call his office at 434-0671. we got about 20 seconds, Doc, for final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. Happy New Year, everybody. Hey, it's there been a you great go. year. Make that's, the best of it. That's how we do it. Make good choices. All right. Stick around for all the other great programming here on WLVL right after Fox News at 11 o'clock. We'll see you next time, folks, and have a glorious day.